What's up, everyone? Welcome. Episode 12, Meet the Press Podcast. I am your host, Tyler Dixon. My co-host, as always, Jared McDonald. Jared, happy Memorial Day weekend. You said you were off today, right? I was off today. Yeah, we didn't print a nice. Monday paper, so I didn't have to sit in the office and design. I do tomorrow, though, uh, because we've got people out covering high school baseball games and, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So need to fill in a little bit, but we finally hit summer, I think. Things are starting to slow down a little bit, and I'm trying to enjoy it as much as possible before football season kicks back up. I mean, we had some perfect weather over here. Like, I know I went over for a Memorial Day party at at one of my parents' friends in Illinois, and I saw several people out on their bikes. I mean, this was perfect, like, peak bike weather today. I'm assuming you didn't. My bike is uh, not running right right now, so. Oh, that's a little bit of a sore subject for me. No, no, no. I picked up on that, considering yeah. I don't think we've talked about it. Have nope. we? Have we? And I, I just didn't not, make it. I'm not, no, we. I don't think we have. I've been okay. avoiding that conversation with everybody. That's why it hasn't been up on my Snapchat story or Instagram or whatever social media. Oh. Yeah. So, but it, it was also rainy most of the week, too. I was out covering high school baseball, filling in there. I know a lot of it got pushed back. Couple, yeah, a couple hour rain delays. Uh, well, one was a couple hour rain delay. Another one was like half hour, 45 minutes. It wasn't as bad, but it still was like, what's my schedule going to be this week? Because we'll play these games whenever, you know, we can play them. So I got back to my roots with the high school sports. I mean, I feel like that's always fun. And I know for somebody like you and like our friend Josh Moore over at the, their Hill leader, that's something that you guys don't get to experience as often. I know because Josh covering UK football, I know he, he talked about covering track or something like that, or, or um, tennis, I think, in, in our group. And I think that's something interesting that it is like coming kind of back for you guys because both of you guys started on the prep beat. H- how is that coming back to that after covering Division One high-level athletics for so long? It's, it's a little weird. Um there, it, it's a lot different, I would say. Right. You know, right, everybody right. thinks like as you move up, it's because it gets harder. But covering a like I, I cover Western Kentucky Division One college, it's easy to cover games. You don't have to keep stats. You don't have to oh, write man. down yeah. what happened in a game. I mean, I keep notes and stuff. I'll live tweet and I'll look back at tweets and stuff. But high school games, especially like high school football, high school baseball and softball is not as bad because of the pace of the game. It's not as fast. But trying to keep up with stats and like football and basketball sometimes, it's tough. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I remember because I've worked at sports departments that were me and one other person or I was a one-person show walking up and down a football sideline with a camera on one shoulder, a clipboard, like, okay, third rush, he's got 12 yards. Fourth rush, he's got 15 yards. Like literally keeping stats as I go, tweeting – um big plays in the drive and then tweeting um, touchdowns and then going back. And luckily my tweets were my uh, like drive logs for my story at the end. And I mean, you're doing all these things and you're like, Oh man, I need to go that next level. And you're covering like a college game. I mean, I've covered stuff at Murray state. I, whenever I covered college at SIU, I mean, heck man, you you know, you cover a basketball game at uh, Western every media timeout, somebody runs over stats to you. Yeah. Yeah, it's Great. super easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you have them fed to you live on your computer screen throughout mm-hmm. the entire game, too. Um, it, it gives you, like, little on um, 
stat broadcast at least, which is what most college right. programs use these days. It gives you like trends, like this team has made right, right, right. the last 12 field goals or this team has turned the ball over three times in the last four 38 or the just random stuff routes. like that. It's so great. It's like, yeah, it's awesome. It, yeah, it's I mean, there's a lot more that goes into it because you want to like stay up on the day to day stuff, whereas high school you cover. How many did you cover in Hoptown? How many high schools? Yeah. Yeah. Six. Yeah. So you can't really Seven. stay up on everything that's going on oh yeah day with every sport there yeah like we cover it was 13 when i got here fca uh, small private school is now khsa affiliated so that makes it 14 they don't have every sport Not i covered sport, 15 sport, but... me and one other person covered 15 when i lived in central illinois yeah yeah yeah, yeah. back in back when i worked in maysville right out of college was really tough just because of where Maysville, Kentucky is located. It's right mm -hmm. along the Ohio River. We're not quite northern Kentucky, not quite northeastern Kentucky. So we had teams and you know broken down in the tenth region here, right, sixteenth right. region here. Um, you know, different districts for pretty much all of them. And then we also had five schools, six schools that we covered in Ohio. And they somehow all seem to be in different classes and divisions and everything else. So when tournament time came around and I had to print off all the brackets, it would be like an entire stack of paper. That's one thing I kind of miss is like the simplicity of, I feel like, Kentucky postseasons. But then you throw in the fact that you lose a district championship, you move on. Whatever. That's a story for another day. Yeah, that's a whole thing for another day. Um, talking about stats, I thought it was interesting. I, I'm i a Cardinals fan. I was watching the, the Cardinals play on Apple TV the other day, and on the bottom right-hand corner of the game um, of, of the screen, it had, like, percentage to get a hit, percentage to get an RBI, and it would have, like, random things. Like, hey, his percentage to ground into a double play is, like, 20%. And I thought that was, like, because I'm a stat person – I thought that was cool seeing that on there. Um, we talked about one before we came on the because baseball stats are getting ridiculous right now with the BA BIP. We talked about batting average for balls in play. My my grandpa has that called me before and was like, "Oh, what does um, not whip?" But it was something like WAR or something when WAR was just starting uh, to become a thing. Yeah. Um, you, you never think that – I think we should actually have like like a war category. Like what's your what's your like ferocity on the field? Like – You got all, that dog in you? Like you got that dog in you. Like obviously guys like Jose Batista. Um, who's that? Who's got the guy from Texas? Oh, uh, Ronette Odor? Yeah. That yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with the – that knocked him out. Oh, and then we have Pedro Martinez and Don Zimmer back in. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. That was a good one so. with a rod yeah. and Bronson Arroyo. And that, that was a fun one. And then you have <laughs> former Cardinal Tommy fam. I, I, I saw one headline that said um, Tommy fam, Will Smith, Jock Peterson. Um, it's but yeah. Slap. Tommy Pham, it is the year of the slap. Tommy Pham slapped Jock Peterson, who 
from like throughout his career, I feel like we've often heard Jock Peterson is one of the nice guys. He seems like a guy that would joke around. Right. I feel like that's probably what he was doing in this situation. I think that's so what he said he was doing in this you situation. You know the backstory here. Yeah. Um, so Tommy Pham has recently been suspended, uh, also fined because of an event that happened Friday, I believe, um, when the Giants went to Cincinnati. It was a dispute coming back from an old fantasy football thing. They were in the same league together. Uh, apparently, they didn't like what was done and what had been said in a group chat. And so Tommy Pham slapped Jock Peterson when they were in the outfield before the game. And then I think the game actually ended up getting delayed. And it was just a whole, a whole thing over fantasy football. Have you ever slapped anybody over fantasy football? I don't think it's ever come to physical violence. You had to think about that for a little while. I just... <laughs> I've... I have thrown um, hypothetical punches in in fantasy football. Because I'm a, I'm a trash talker. Like, I know, I know most of the people know... What the know hell is I, a hypothetical punch? Like, I've, maybe <laughs> hypothetical is not the word I'm looking for. But... <laughs> You've thought about it? I've thought, oh, yeah, yeah, I've thought about it, yeah. Okay. There are guys that, I, that I've been in leagues with where I've hated. Like, then, like, I just have strongly disliked. Um, and, and, oh, man, I would love to do that. But, um, no, but I am a trash talker, as we know, so. Yeah. See, I've, I've never played fantasy football, and I've also never been in a fight. Which wait. It, it, may, it may surprise some people. I've never been in a fight. Just looking at me and my appearance, no. because I'm very, I, I think, intimidating and tough. Yes, um, you've never played fantasy football. Never played fantasy anything. How's that possible? Oh, have you ever played fantasy anything? No, no. Never done that. Like single day DraftKings, whatever it was that was popular back in the day. Like the daily fantasy stuff? Yeah, no, never done that. I've never been in a fantasy football league. I don't really get to watch enough because I'm always traveling or designing pages on Sundays too. So it's interesting. I, mean, I do it. I do it for work and keep up. With I mean, you do pick them, so like <laughs> that's a little different, though. I mean, I, yes. I I put very little effort into that. Oh, don't um, tell them that, man. Don't tell them how little we put into the Pickums every oh, single week. When I first got here three years ago now, I was researching every little thing. Because the way we do it at the Daily News is typically, it changes sometimes on the week depending on the game. Six high school games, three college games, uh, Western Kentucky, Kentucky, and Louisville. And then the Titans. And then if, we might mix it up if there's another big game or anything like that. Right. I was researching everything, and I was terrible. My issue is I'm always like, this team could beat this team. Could, that would be my chance. Yeah, right, and that right, could be right. my chance to move up in the standings. And right. I always move down. But I won it this year because I just listened to my heart. Who all is it? It's you, Compton, Jeff. Jeff. And then... It was Elliot my first year. Right. Jordan Smith, who was a video guy with us my okay. second year. And then John Reeser, who was a news reporter with us oh, last year. Oh, yeah. So yeah, he just left. So we're going to need another one if we 
want to keep the same graphic and just change the headshot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I know I've told you this, and it was a fun fact when I told you, but it's going to be another fun fact now. I've never officially met Jeff. That's not surprising. He's in the office most of the time. But in all the times that I've been in your office, like whenever I used to go over, um, whenever I was friends with Elliot in the beginning, like Jeff was never, because I would always sit at Jeff's desk. Yeah. And I just always thought that was weird that, I mean, we were both sports editors an hour away and we never came in contact with each other. Yeah. But I also never went to Hopkinsville that much either. That's true. When I was reporting and stuff, I think I went to Stadium of Champions once and I bought a motorcycle helmet there another time. That's all. That's my helmet. Oh, is that where you got your motorcycle helmet? Yep. Okay. At the at the Indian dealer outside of town? Yep. 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 I wanted to look at some things and decide I didn't want to spend that much and be a cheapo. And you did. Yep. And now it's not running, so. I don't... <laughs> do, you, do you Do you like put your helmet on to walk around your house? No. No. I was mad when I got back because I wasn't that far when it stopped working. And so I limped it back parked it, put the side stand down, took off my helmet, and just tossed it. It's oh, nice and then say you... it into the yard, and then it snapped the visor off. So Right. I so fixed now it. You'll, now you're going to get – oh, so you fixed that. So now you won't I get, like, it. bugs in your face. Right, right. Is that, like, a huge thing? Sometimes. When I, like, okay. go down to, like, Logan County on it, I always seem to get them. I could see there being a lot of bugs in Logan County. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In town, yeah. not really. Unless I just cleaned it, then. So, so you didn't have time to ride. I mean, you. I'm <clears throat> sorry, you didn't ride this weekend during the nice weather. Does that mean? I know Stranger Things came out. Are you a Stranger Things person? Like, are you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. No, big Stranger Things guy. Okay, I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched you, it yet. Yeah, no, you need to get caught up. Okay. The end of that first episode, it's like. But they put them all out at man. once, right? Uh, they put out seven, I believe, and then there's okay. two final ones coming out at the beginning of July. Okay, okay. But, man, I, I was hooked. I watched – I don't think they had had a season out in three years. I didn't realize it had been that long. And then I watched, like, most of it in a single sitting. So Yeah, I've gone – I went back to – I'm on season three right now because I'm trying to, like, watch and, like, catch myself up on certain things. Um, But – yeah, I'm also watching the show that you told me to watch. Which one was that? Working Moms. Oh yeah, no, I didn't say it was good. I just, it's fine. I uh, that is 100% accurate. It's fine. Yeah, I think it tries to be. Have you seen um, Good Girls? Yes, with Christina. I think it tries to be that, and it's not. Yeah, I can see that because. I love Christina Hendricks and I love the other woman that's on there because she was on, she was Donna on Parks and Rec. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know um, any of their names to be honest. I, yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. I, I didn't even remember the name of the show until you said it. Um, but I feel like that's what it kind of like tries to be and it's not, but you're right. It's fine. There are parts that I've been very frustrated with, but anyway, I, stranger things. I, How was it? 
How it was? It, it was. Good? It was good, but it's hard to say because it's not over yet. And I hate oh, that I now they're true. doing all of these like two-part season launches. I mean, the, yeah. it was it was very good. It. You had to wait a long time for it though, and I like to binge watch my shows because I like I like to watch one show until I'm done with all of it that is out, and then start another show. I don't mix and match shows. I don't know how you go about your watching. Yeah, I jump about. No, I'm committed. I'm a very committed man. I'm a one-show guy. There are millions of things going on in my head. I can't watch. I mean, there are like mindless shows that I have, and then there are other shows that I'm watching. Like right now I'm watching The Offer, which is on Paramount. It's about um, like the making of The Godfather. Okay. Um, on Hulu, I'm watching Under the Banner of Heaven that is about a murder, um, a double murder in the LDS church. Um, and I think that's it. And then Stranger Things. Yeah. But those I'll, are the like main things I'm watching right now. I've binged through a lot of seasons lately. I just did Stranger Things. I did the new Working Moms. I did Ozark about a week week or two after that came out. I'm not all in. I'm not all done with Ozark yet. I don't know if I like how it ended. That could be a discussion people can comment to us about if they are doing that. Um, sidebar: Did you ever see Gone Girl? Yes, it I was filmed. It was filmed in Cape. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. My brother and I have been to the bar. Have had a drink at the bar. That's pretty cool. Now it's like a it's like a French restaurant now. That's kind of cool. Yeah, like, that so like that take place in Maine that are not Stephen King. Yeah, See, I guess so. just in, in Maine in general. You have Cape, you've got St. Louis all up in the air. You've got. I mean, you got you got bigger places. I mean, you're watching Ozark. Yeah, exactly. But that's that's you there. Like I look at, at where I'm from, and try to find cool places that like movies and TV shows are set in. Every I mean, once in a while, we'll get a country song reference. You can claim but, New England, like all of New England, can't you? Are you New England, technically? Yeah, we're New England. Okay. But, oh, was that a dumb question? A little bit. <laughs> we, sang, I we, sang our, we sang the 16 counties in Maine last week, but this can just be a whole geography like, I don't, section that we do. I don't, I don't always think of like New England going all the way up to... I feel like it looks like a nose. Yeah. Yeah. I just put a mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> I just put a warhead in my mouth. I found them the other day. I forgot how sour they are. I saw I saw a warhead wrapper <coughs> in our weight room the other day, and I didn't know they still made warheads. Neither did I. I was in this party store the other day, and it was like all the old party stuff. You know, like the little soldier with the parachute? Of course I know the little soldier with the parachute. I didn't know they still made those. I don't know who gives those to kids. I thought they just handed out iPads at birthday parties or something. But no, they had like 25. No, they were 10 cent warheads. And so I was like, I'm going to spend a dollar and get me some warheads. What? What birthday parties were you going to? No, like. I I thought. These were birthday parties when I was young. They had the little parachute 
army yeah, man, the, yeah. the little frog that are you saying up. are you saying now they give I ipads I, that's what i thought i don't know what the parents and the kids do these days um i don't think they give away ipads like that no um i don't think they oprah those things like you get an <laughs> ipad you get an ipad i don't think they do that um but i don't know i didn't like that was nostalgia right there for me like seeing all that Airheads too. They had those. Those are good. Yeah. I it was it was wild. I would fall down those rabbit holes um during like the pandemic of on TikTok. Part of the reason why I had to give it up for Lint. Um of like the guys that just like the groups that just sell candy, like old candy, and they have like candy stores and you oh yeah, and they like pack your order, like you send them your order and they'll pack your order and stuff. I always thought that was cool. And then like they yeah. have like the old candies and yeah, it is. It's, it's nostalgia. Like like you said, it's like I whenever I go home to the grocery store that's in my hometown, like I'll get, I don't know, sometimes I'll get like a honey bun and like a peach knee high. And like for me, that's like, you know what a honey bun is? Yes. I know a honey bun. I don't know what a peach knee high is. A peach knee high. So peach knee high is a peach soda that is... I would say conservatively like 80 grams of sugar. Like it is potent and it was good. It was just like a super sugary thing. Yeah. Fun fact. That was my, that was my first job was that grocery store. Really? Yeah. First job at 15, 15. Damn. You started young. I did. I did. It was my family's grocery store. What was your first job? Uh, well, I hate a little bit. Okay. Like, went out in the field, um, threw no, bales, stacked them up. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, I mean, that's not, I don't know if you consider that a job or if that you consider that just like working in the summer. Oh, like as, somebody as a kid, said, it's like a summer job. Sidebar, this is a good one. Somebody said they missed the watermelon taffy, Laffy Taffy with the seeds. Do you remember those? Yes. Yeah, those I remember those too. Yeah, I remember those too. But yeah, okay, go ahead. You were, you were a hay. No, I, I, would, I would hay. I remember I was talking to a Western men's basketball coach, Rick Stansberry. He's from up in a um, small town up in Meade County. And he was talking about how he grew up and how he would have to do outside jobs like that. Called himself the, the fastest tobacco cutter to ever come out of Meade County. And he was surprised when I said that I had thrown bales of hay before. I know what that work is like. I was like, yeah, kind of miss it a little bit some days. I don't know. I enjoy working outside and, and all that. Wow. But my I'm first like Rick Stansberry. No, sucked up to the hay people. Big hay. <laughs> the hay people, <laughs> the keepers <laughs> of the hay, the hay, the hay police, the barn folk. Um, no, uh, first like job, job, and a job setting, setting. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I was a busboy at a restaurant in my town. I worked at a. It did, Panera. Not, it did not do well. I worked at a Panera my senior year of high school. A Panera. Yeah, you know what a Panera. You know, like a. Yes. Okay. It's like overpriced okay. hospital food. Pretty much. That's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you have a job that's like been your weirdest job besides watching sports for money? I have two. Um, I delivered beer for a while, for a couple years, for Anheuser-Busch when I was 18. Um, and then another one was during the summer, for two summers, I worked at a paper mill in western kentucky in wickliffe kentucky 
Um, the Anheuser-Busch one was interesting because being under 21, I couldn't be in possession of the beer, but I could like ride on the truck. So I would like get on the truck at 5, 30, 6 a.m. and ride around to the accounts in the different areas. And, um, oh, that's true. Somebody said Firewatch. That's a, that's something that we had to do. Um, and, uh, like it, it was funny. So I, a funny story. I graduated high school on a Sunday. I started work at River Eagle was the place on Monday. On Tuesday, we were in Advance, Missouri, in BFE of Southeast Missouri. I was in like a VFW parking lot. It was a gravel parking lot. I'm second day on the job, Billy Badass over here. Like, I'm an 18-year-old. Like, you ain't going to tell me nothing. And my driver, Craig, is like, hey, can you bring this keg off the truck? So I'm like, yeah, I can. Take the two-wheeler over. I take the keg, big half-barrel keg, one of the big ones pick it up off the truck. I drop it on the two wheeler. It was a gravel parking lot. So the two wheeler wasn't like straight. I dropped it on there. Top bar shot up. And like, before I could get my face out of the way, it hit my nose and like sent my nose over here. And like, and so at that point I knew, I knew it was bad. I knew things were not awesome. And, um, my driver came back out and he goes, you ever going to bring that keg in? And I'm like, I think I busted my nose. And I turned around and he goes, Oh my God. <laughs> and, uh, so I finally got back, um, to Kate, got to the doctor. He said, you, so you broke your nose. You're going to have surgery tomorrow. And I had surgery the next day. Um, had the little plaster cast on my nose and everything. And then I, went back to work the next Tuesday on that exact same route. Damn. It was wild. My, my most random job is probably bank teller. I was a bank teller for three summers, just Interesting. traveling around the state, wherever they needed help. Um, whatever branch it was that had people out going on vacations in the summer. So I got to see a lot of people, you know, meet a lot of people. I was you were always you the were only traveling teller. I was float floating is what no, my that doesn't was. sound as good. <laughs> traveling sounds better. Yeah, but I mean, I was. It was like a bunch of like, because I was a college kid at the time, so I'm saying grown up like adult women that worked in the banks. Right, right. Uh, so yeah. anytime like the little old ladies that would walk into the bank would see me, they'd be like, "Ooh." There's a boy in there now. <laughs> You're a handsome one. Right? Yeah. And because it's, yeah. So I, I did that. And then in college, you know, the people that call the alumni and are like, hey, would you like to donate to the school? Yeah. It's like a, it's always like a foundation or something. Like that a, was me. I was making ooh, those phone calls. I almost did that also. I almost did that also when I was an undergrad. I did not enjoy it. It was not fun. I like the people get, I worked with for the most part, but you, you get yelled at a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially because it was an all women's school up until late '90s, early 2000s, and a okay. lot of them were like the older alumni we'd call from like class of '60, class of '70. When oh, they hear my voice on there asking for money, they, I would get. We don't like the direction the school went. I was like, you can just say you hate us men. 
Right. I mean, it's valid. Like in my classes, like I would have like there would be high school girls who are like, oh, guys are the boys are the worst, and I'm like, they are. We are the worst. Yeah, but I mean, the school's still open because they did it. Well, I guess that's true. I mean, yeah. survive but in advance, was, man. Adapt or die. It was a lot of getting yelled at. So that was not that fun either. And now I get paid to travel around and watch football and eat barbecue. That's what I always tell people. I'm like, I would get paid to go to games for free. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and not, the thing is, too, like, not they're always deal. like, oh, you get to go to games for free? And I'm like, yeah. And they feed us beforehand, too. Well, okay, don't get it's, cocky. They don't always <laughs> feed you beforehand. That's I, a, I, oh, that's a man. special thing. Bengals games, back when I was living in Maysville, they would treat us like kings there. You'd get a pregame buffet. Halftime, they had Gold Star. Gold Star chili. So you could either get you know the, like the conies or the spaghetti stuff, which I don't think that should be allowed. You shouldn't put chili on spaghetti. I'm I sorry for some... anybody that is wrong that's listening, but uh, do you think chili? Okay, so, sidebar. Do you think chili should have beans in it? Yes or no? Depends what you're doing with it. Mm, no, mm, no, no. You don't think it should? No, it shouldn't. Chili should not have beans in it. Just put your runny meat soup and on your pasta. Then it's basically spicy pasta sauce. I'm, I'm, I don't. I just. I don't think it, it looks good at all. I've tried it, and it's not very good either, in my opinion. Skyline chili? No, yeah, like I got. I a think Gold Star is better than Chil- Skyline anyway. So that'll probably. Well, I got a can of Skyline once at Schnooks, and Schnooks is a grocery store. Um, and I took a bite, and I'm like, I threw it out because I thought it was bad. It wasn't. I just didn't like yeah, it. It was bad. It was bad. It was bad. It was not yeah. good. Man, there are so many regional foods that are just odd. Well, we have up in up near St. Louis, we have um like toasted ravioli. What is toasted ravioli? It's ravioli that's like baked, like fried that ravioli. Like toasted. It's super good. Yeah. Toasted ravioli is great. Yeah. What's like, already... what's your area? No, what's your area's food? The lobster rolls. In Kentucky, though, we talked about the mint julep before with Brad's yeah, an episode of the Meet the Press podcast that you can go back and listen to on Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. But we didn't talk about the hot brown. That's like a big Oh, yeah, the hot brown. Or the hot brown I, yeah. I enjoy a good hot brown every now hot and then. Hot brown's again. good. It's heavy. It's, it's heavy. Um, I feel like you got to do the sauce right. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you go through... I mean, bread, good. Turkey, good. Bacon, good. Tomato, eh, got to be good. And then you got some sauce and fry that thing up. Heat that thing up. Uh, Up in Springfield, Illinois, the horseshoe. You ever had a horseshoe? No, what's that? It's like like an open face thing. Like you have like a burger and fries and then like you have like cheese like all over it. Like, so you have like a burger patty, fries, and cheese, and they call it like a horseshoe. That sounds good. It's awesome. I, it's I forgot awesome. about Maine. Maine is also big on whoopie pies. Do you know what a whoopie pie is? I have heard of a whoopie pie before. Yeah, it's like the two like chocolate cake, classic whoopie pie, two chocolate cakes with like a, a 
frosting right. or whatever in between to make a sandwich. Yeah. The town next to mine has a whole festival devoted to whoopie pies. There's like different vendors selling them and hmm. music and everything. And also the red hot dog. It's just a hot dog with a red casing. It's got some snap to it. I was going to say, it's got some snap. Yeah. You can't find them outside of Maine, really. So, But my hometown has a red hot dog festival. You know, they've got a 5K, the bun run, um, and just a bunch of stuff. That pisses me off. That they call it the bun run? That they call it the bun run. <laughs> oh, man. I almost said it when we were talking about stats earlier to bring this thing full circle. Do you have a, a, a favorite sports stat? Could be any stat. Not like a specific, like, this player hit this, but just, like, batting average or field goal percentage. If you don't, I can tell you mine. Okay, yeah, tell me yours. It's the HDB per minute. Hot dog and bun per minute. The Nathan's famous hot dog. Yeah, hot dog. Hot dog, yeah, my God, yeah, hot dog and bun per minute, yeah. Very useful stat. More useful than the BA. BIP. Yeah. BIP. Is that what it is? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what my favorite stat would be. That's tough. That is tough. I'm going to have to come. I'm going to have to think on that for a week because there's so many stats out there. Too many. Um, it seems like they're they're all big for a little while, and then we kind of forget about them. Then we kind of like, forget about them. We yeah, don't, we don't hear about war that much anymore. You had mentioned that earlier. Now, like plus minus is a huge thing. Like I know plus minus has always been a thing in like hockey and stuff, but I feel like it's becoming a thing in like in basketball more so now. Oh, I love plus minus. I love plus minus. Yeah, plus I mean, minus is great. It just makes sense. It does. It's out on the floor, if you're doing the plusing, it's better than doing the negativing. You could have said minusing, and it would have sounded so much better. So, since <laughs> Jared is losing his mind, prize pick of the week. It's been it's been an up and down week. Who who do you have this week? Who deserves a shout out? Who deserves a shout out? Uh, well, because I went back to my high school roots this week, did some high school baseball. I'm going to give it to the guy that organized uh, the. The fourth region tournament that I was covering at Nick Dennis Field at Western Kentucky, uh, Mr. Chris Decker, he had retired, um, was South Warren's AD, in addition to other roles before that. Their first AD and their only AD for their first 10 years really got the athletics program going there. You know, they've won a lot of state titles, a lot of region titles, and he was just back running the tournament, so it's good to catch up with him, know that he's enjoying his retirement a little bit. He got to uh, get a little work in with all the rain delays and reschedule he had to deal with so that's right. mine mine is not as sweet and nostalgic as yours um mine is uh Lionel Messi who the word is is coming to I think inner Miami in in a year and a half in the MLS 2023 I know for most of our watchers listeners they're thinking who gives a shit about the MLS number one it's coming like give it give it a chance. Soccer is good. I said it a couple years ago, a few years ago when when Zlatan Ibrahimovic came and, and played for the Galaxy. Um oh yeah, we're gonna have to talk about that that quote. Um played for the LA Galaxy. I'm like, hey, this guy is the most outrageous athlete on the planet. Like 
and I love Zlatan Ibrahimovic. I think I think Messi is exactly what the MLS needs. He is arguably the most popular player of all time um, with Ronaldo and, and Pele. Him coming over here, I think, adds that kind of legitimacy that the MLS has, but is just kind of like adding on, like, hey, this is the best player in this era. He's going to come wrap up his career here. That's I'm super excited about that. I love that he's doing that. I just don't know if I agree with you that MLS is coming. Gosh, man, I want it to so because bad. You, I mean, you look at the guys that have been here before, David Henry. Uh, right. Sorry, Terry Henry, Thierry, David Beckham. Yeah, I was, I was thinking of, I was thinking, you were thinking of the past, of, man. Uh, David Beckham, Terry Henry. Yeah. Um, shoot, who else has been here? Zlatan's been here. Said. Yeah, there have been a few. Yeah, it's just, I mean, they've been around since what ninety six, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not picking up quite like the USFL is this year, where my Birmingham Stallions are seven and zero. But I mean, I would love to see the MLS get massive. Like I, I think I will. I, I'm super psyched. St. Louis is getting a team. Nashville obviously has a team now. Um, I think it's coming, man. I think it's great. Yeah, I mean, but I hope so. We'll see. It, we'll we'll episode, have a, episode nine thousand. We'll talk about it again. Yeah, episode nine thousand. Whenever there's Nashville's celebrating its first MLS Cup championship, we'll. If they played for that, Nashville would be packed. Nashville shows up. Like, I would go to games in St. Louis. So, like, I've seen Manchester City, Chelsea, Inter Milan, and Real Madrid in St. Louis. And, like, I've seen games at Bush Stadium. I saw Chelsea play at Bush Stadium. And they had, like, parking lots blocked off for kids to play soccer. But St. Louis Louis is a huge soccer city. We have somebody – we have actually a student at our – at the high school that that I taught at that plays for St. Louis St. Louis Academy's team. That's pretty dope. Yeah. But he I can't. still don't know if I would say it, it you know, quote unquote here. Like it's here and it, it's got a, it's got its following, but it's not the same level as the NFL, the MLB, the NHL even. Well yeah. The NBA. We're getting there. Well, I'm going to take this week to make Jared a believer that soccer is coming and is coming to the, the U.S. But thank you all for following along this week. Episode 12 of Meet the Press. We'll be back this week, uh, Thursday, with our guest of the week. Looking forward to it. Thank you, Jared. Thank you.